0: And hello, everyone, and welcome to our program. I am Dick Batista, along with Nathan Jones, and you're tuned in to The Truth Will Set You Free, Bible Prophecy TV Radio Edition. We are with Lamb and Lion Ministry. We're very excited to be here with you today as we're going to be talking about a topic that is very important, and that is walking united in the last days, according to Amos chapter 3, verse 3. But before we continue, I'm going to ask Nathan Jones if he will open us up with a word of prayer. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ today
1: for the blessing of it, for the things we're learning in your name. And I pray you'll continue guide and direct us, Lord, as we study your word. Open up your passages to us, Lord, so we we may
0: understand your will. We thank you in your precious name. Amen. And again, you're tuning in to The Truth To Set You Free, Bible Prophecy, TV Radio Edition, Vic Batista, Nathan Jones. Again, we're talking about the topic of walking united in the last days. For those of you that are tuning in live via social media, we want to encourage you to keep us in prayer and uh, share the program with your friends uh, and family as well. And of course, before we continue, I'm going to welcome my co-host, Nathan Jones. Nathan, it's great to have you on.
1: Hey, brother, as always, great to be on and studying the Bible with you.
0: Nathan, it's always great to be united with you. Last week, you and I were talking about how long we've known each other. We're brothers from another mother.
1: (laughs) Since 2009, yeah, 11 years we've been ministering together. and Now together under Lamb and Lion Ministries. So uh, the Lord's moving in in mysterious ways. But uh, brother, it's always
0: great to serve with you. Absolutely. Or Nathan, talking about Lamb and Lion Ministry. Lion maybe someone is new to the program and they're not uh, very acquainted with the ministry and what's going on here, what we do. Might you be able to fill them in? Certainly. Well, Lamb and Lion Ministries is a Bible prophecy
1: teaching ministry whose mission it is to proclaim the soon return of Jesus Christ. And we do that in a number of different ways, primarily through our television program, Christ in Prophecy, which is aired all over the world, uh, mainly through our website as well, which is ChristinProphecy.org. We have there a plethora of videos and teachings, our TV show, articles, social media that you can interact with other Christians and discuss Bible prophecy. We have a newsletter you can sign up that's sent out every other week. Uh, you name it, we're trying to help you grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Many materials. We also have a free app, the Lamb Lion app. So we pray that uh, you'll you'll connect with us, and uh, we'll be happy to guide you through the Bible and share in our excitement about Jesus's soon return.
0: Woo. Amazing. Thank you so much, Nathan. And Nathan, I want to thank you and the, and the whole family for welcoming me in as one of the assistant evangelists. they are also reaching out to the Spanish community because we're bilingual now. We are.
1: Well, you're bilingual. I, I'm lucky if I can uh, do English well, speak English well. Brother, you, you move between Spanish and English so beautifully. The Lord really uses that. And
0: I'm just thankful that, uh, He's given you that gift. Thank you, Nathan. Yeah, we just want to make ourselves available to reach out to those that are in need. And, and Nathan, thank you for sending out my information and, and Patrick and others so that if somebody out there wants us to do a conference or bring the a Bible prophecy teaching, we can do that now. Right, right. If you,
1: uh, your pastor would like to hold a Bible prophecy conference, uh, we are more than happy to send one of our evangelists there. Just go to our website at ChristinProphecy.org, and under Events, click Booking. We have all the details there.
0: Thank you so much. And Nathan, also, our book is doing fantastic. You did a great job with that. And um, Nathan, I had a ministry today that they order a whole case of our book. Isn't that awesome? Oh, really?
1: Yeah, our book is The Mighty Angels of Revelation. Vic and I teach through 72 of the angels that can be found in the book of Revelation. So you learn Angelology, which is the study of angels, as well as the book of Revelation. Uh, We just launched it in December of 2019, so as of this recording in January 2020, it's only been out for a month. But our television, Christ and Prophecy, is actually about our book this week. So check us out on all the major Christian networks or on our website at christandprophecy.org, And uh, you'll learn more about uh, the angels, the mighty angels of Revelation. And if you'd like to order a book, you can do that through our
0: website at christandprophecy.org or over Amazon or in Barnes & Noble. Mm, fantastic. Thank you, Nathan. Of course, if any of you also want to become students uh, of the Bible and you want to earn your degree, feel free to reach out to us as well at cca.university. And uh, we focus and, and we, we would encourage you to uh, check us out as our focus is that of uh, eschatology and Bible prophecy and uh, helping you grow in that area or area as well. So, Nathan, we have a lot of resources for people and we're super excited to be able to offer that. Amen. So, Nathan, you know, one of the topics, you and I, before we started, we were talking about the importance of unity uh, in the body of Christ, and it seems to be a topic that others are touching on because it's very important. A few days ago, I was able to go to participate in a conference with Dr. Reagan and Bob Russell, and part of the theme was unity. And it is so important for us to be united, especially as Christians. But, Nathan, you and I would agree that there's also a lot of disunity amongst Bible prophecy teachers when it comes to the, the timing of the Lord's return uh, and eschatology and uh, certain aspect, And, you know, I, I believe that it's very important for us to recognize that we should not necessarily be, be split uh, over certain things that are not really like doctrinally detrimental. Would you agree? I have an article here uh, by Ryan Griffin.
1: He's the executive director of the Gospel Coalition. It's called Forged Together in Christ. And you can find this in Bible Study Magazine, I think he sums up what you're saying here, if I could just read the first two paragraphs. He says, in this age of outrage, it's easy for Christians to focus on what divides us. Sadly, the way we engage one another more often reflects a spirit of hostility, a spirit that's more characteristic of the wider culture than the life-giving spirit of the risen Christ. We are more prone to be critical over minor differences than to affirm the magnificent truth that we hold in common. Perhaps our situation isn't all that different than the one facing the early church, Well, Paul's letter to the Ephesians reflects the tensions that existed between Jews and Gentiles, non-Jews. Different histories, cultures, practices, and preferences. Unequal access to power and opportunity. All these breed hostility. And he gives the solution. The only solution was to bring about something entirely new in Christ. And he points to Ephesians 2, 14 through 16, that we are one body in Jesus Christ. And I don't know about you, Vic, but as we are getting closer and closer to Jesus in return, Jesus prophesied in Matthew 24 that, that it would be nation against nation, ethnos against ethnos, people group against people group, that that instead of racism and, and nationalism and, and a spirit of unity growing in this world, that the world would become more and more divided. And sadly, like you said, the church is reflecting that. It's It's almost like my wife says this, is that that itching powder is being poured all over everybody. And I I think that itching powder is is called social media. And the more that we can communicate and talk to each other and disagree with each other, the more everyone's getting angrier and angrier with each other and they're forming camps and they're protecting themselves in safe spaces to keep from uh, opposing views. And uh, it's created this spirit of of division that the world is in and we know biblically it's only getting worse but it's infected the church and while it's long affected the church because we see that so many divisions amongst Christians and that's not what we're called to be right.
0: Nathan that's a great point and in, in our verse of the day if you can take us to it there in Amos chapter 3 verse 3 and read that for us Nathan and then we'll jump to um first John 3 11. Uh, uh, yes and you're right is this this uh this discord that Satan is trying to sow uh, among the brethren, but yet, uh, Amos puts it nicely, if you can read for us that verse, and the importance of us being united.
1: Well, it's a real short verse. Amos says, "Ask: can two walk together unless they are agreed?
0: Right, Nathan, and and I think that's exactly what it is. Social media is a great vehicle, but it's also, we're noticing, can be used uh, to be a very divisive, competitive tool. And I found myself, Nathan, being very careful, recognizing that the church of Jesus Christ, we're not in competition with one another. We should be complimenting one another, especially those that are carrying the true gospel of Jesus Christ.
1: Absolutely. We are not united when we are in agreement, obviously. Now, I'm not going to downplay the fact that we should always be united in the primary doctrines of the Bible. We should always be busy believing what Jesus taught, the primary doctrines about salvation, about Jesus incarnate, and also being divine, about the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, that the Bible is the inerrant word of God. Those are the primary doctrines that we really need to be focused on, but um, secondary doctrines seem to divide us more so, wouldn't you say?
0: Yes, Nathan, and that is exactly the point. We have too many secondary uh, doctrines that are dividing us. And, and sadly to say, sometimes the body of Christ doesn't have the discernment to recognize what are the things that are deal breakers, that are detrimental, and the things that are not. And and I think that, that Satan loves that, that when we spend so much of our time uh, divided in, as opposed to united. Uh, here in the South Florida area, I was part of a wonderful movement uh, that is called Church United. And... Uh, Uh, A few pastors are doing a great job in leading that uh, from Calvary Chapel for Lauderdale, Pastor Doc Sodders, as well as Alan Platt, uh, wonderful leaders. And they basically do these meetings to just bring pastors and churches together, not to talk about their churches necessarily, but for community outreach, how to support each other, how to encourage each other, what are some things that we can do together. And I think, Nathan, that's more and more uh, what we're needing, ministries like ours, Lining up with ministry like, like what you're involved in, uh, whether it's Calvary Chapel or Lamb and Lion or, or the Truth will Set You Free. The idea is that we're working together in partnership to reach the lost. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. And and that's the way it should be. I mean, look how the, the Lord tells us that we're all part of one body. Uh, we are all the body of Christ. Uh, and yet this body seems to spend more time fighting itself than it is in bringing the gospel out and fighting our true enemy, which is Satan. And yeah, obviously we should fight for what's right and doctrinally sound. And certainly the secondary doctrines, though, shouldn't divide us. Now, when I say secondary doctrines, let's talk about Bible prophecy, for instance. Obviously, your prophetic interpretation or end times interpretation is not primary doctrine. If you believe in Jesus Christ as your Savior, then yeah, you're going to heaven. And so is the person who doesn't agree with you on your end-time view. Now, is there a proper interpretation of the Bible? Absolutely, it's the literal interpretation of the Bible. Is there a correct interpretation of end-time Bible prophecy? Of course, but bear in mind that we don't have all the puzzle pieces, so likely we're all a little off, though some are more right than than others. But (laughs) it should not divide us. If someone believes they are going to be raptured after the Tribulation, and you and I believe we'll be raptured before the Tribulation, Well, that shouldn't divide us, but it often does. Very sometimes angrily it divides us. You know, if if you take the post-millennial view, and it boggles my mind that anyone would, that the church is going to conquer the world for Jesus, well, that's not biblical. But if you take it, I should not break fellowship with you. So we need to, to pick and choose our battles. If you're going around saying that Jesus was just a spirit, he never was a man, and he didn't die for our sins, then you're not a Christian. So, yes, we need to. Have a serious, There's no unity there because you're not of the body of Christ. But for the for the secondary doctrines, we need to have grace with each other.
0: Mm, excellent point, Nathan. Excellent point. Again, you're tuning into our to the Truthful Set you Free Bible Prophecy TV Radio Edition, Vic Batista, Nathan John of Lamb Lion Ministry. We're talking about walking united in the last days, uh, Nathan. That is fantastic. Uh, you know, I I love what you're saying. Isn't it sad, Nathan, that now in order for us to join certain Facebook chat sites. We actually now have to write a disclaimer. <laughs> There's so much hate out there, right?
1: Well, if you want to join our Facebook group, we have a Christ and Prophecy Facebook group. We also have a page. And the page is open to anyone, but the group is a closed group because we a lot of times have people that would want to join and they come in with different views of the end times and they just beat up on everybody Call right them. you're going to hell and and all like no just because you have a different end time view does not mean you're going to hell it's if you don't believe in Jesus as your Savior yes yes definitely you're going to hell because that's what the Bible teaches and we eventually had to close the group well, make it a closed group I should say the group so active it matter of fact, we have almost 16,000 people who are members of it but um, A lot of times people come in and they just sow seeds of disunity and we we have to vet them very carefully. And if they start attacking everybody and they're not speaking gracefully with each other to edify the church, then unfortunately, as admins, we have to kick them out. And uh, that is what we're seeing on social media is that, you know, it used to be people were divided nationally. But now we're seeing with over the Internet and social media, people being divided ideologically. And that's a frightening thing when you think about it, because you can surround yourself with like-minded people and never once be challenged about your view. And Mm -hmm. brother, I'm not going to say that I've got it all right or you've got it all right when it comes to interpreting the Bible. Obviously, if we let the Bible interpret the Bible, we've got it right. But there are some aspects of end-time Bible prophecy that it's like a puzzle. The Lord has given us a hundred-piece puzzle, but he's only given us 75 pieces and we can kind of make out what those missing pieces are, but we don't have the full picture yet until those prophecies are fulfilled. Once those prophecies are fulfilled, then, yeah, we'll have twenty twenty hindsight and we'll know for sure. But in the meantime, we can only speculate. We should not divide the brethren based on not agreeing about those missing 25 pieces.
0: Mm, Nathan, that is an excellent point. You know, Nathan, one of the things that I love about what we're involved now as evangelists going out to different churches, uh, uh different people is that we're also meeting a lot of wonderful ministries out there and pastors. Maybe they might not be have the same name as ours, but when you really get to uh, meet the body of Christ, you see the work that is being done, it's really wonderful. And I think what happens is, like you're saying, too often people are stuck in their own bubble with their own groups of people, and that can sometimes be unhealthy if that group is is not edifying the whole body of Christ.
1: Oh, and the church is resplendent with division, and I guess it's just human nature, <laughs> even with, with our saved new natures, the old man, as Paul called it, is still there waging war against our new natures. I mean, you're you've been a pastor for years, so you've seen it. The slightest song, the color of the robes, the way people dress or put their hair, you know, whether they bow or stand during songs I mean, all that stuff can divide churches. We we get so into our traditions that we're missing the point of church, and that's the worship of the Lord and how the Lord continuously calls us to unity. Matter of fact, uh, this other verse you mentioned, 1 John 3, 11 says, for this is the message that you heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. So if you're Christians and if we show love to one another, then it shouldn't cause disunity because love unifies.
0: Mm, Excellent point. And Nathan, and that reminds you also, it if you were to jump over to John 15, for instance, verses 12 through 14, if you can read those as well, I think that's fantastic to show again uh, what, what our Lord intended for His church and how we are to treat one another. Oh, this is, you picked one of the
1: best passages in the Bible. Jesus said, this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have all, have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friend. You are my friend's if you do what i
0: command you and what does jesus
1: command us says right there verse 12 love one another
0: Yeah, and Nathan, you know, and and we're saying love is not easy. It's it's sacrificial, right? Nathan, true love, the agape love, uh, not the feelings or the emotions, right? But uh, it's a true sacrifice. Really making an effort to want to get to know somebody different than you are. That's why that's why marriage is so amazing, right? Nathan, in order for you to marry, you need to learn how to love.
1: (laughs) That's a perfect example because we always love our spouses, but we don't like them uh, sometimes. Same with our children and same with fellow Christians, you know, we love covers over a multitude of sins you'll hear and, and that should be the case uh, love tied with grace and you know, we should be gracious with our fellow believers. We got to remember that just as soon as you become a Christian doesn't mean you have all the answers Christians are growing in their what's called their the sanctification uh, we're justified when we're saved but we live a life of sanctification becoming more and more Christ like as we grow in our relationship with the Lord. And so we have to help our fellow Christians bear the burdens, and doing so is like working with children. You're, you don't expect children to act like adults. You bear with them, and, and they are at different phases of their process of sanctification. They're uh, growing in their understanding of the Lord, so we should not condemn them because they haven't yet grown in that relationship with Jesus where we might be. And certainly there's people far more spiritually mature than us that do the same thing with us, that that bear us and and show us grace. So...
0: The, the example that Jesus gave us and the example by which he wants Christians to live. Mm, excellent point, Nathan. And I, I, that is that is so wonderful because we find that the Bible is just filled with this great example for us if we choose to, uh, to want to follow them. And, and it has to be, uh, exactly, Nathan, led by the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit to help us to walk united together uh, in these last days. Now, Nathan, you also mentioned a, a good point. Now, there are there are certain disunities. there are certain things that we should not align ourselves with and in certain areas that we should not be uh, walking uh, united if you will. In First Corinthians um, uh, chapter five, would you be able to uh, take us there Nathan First Corinthians chapter 5, really verses one through six. but if we can look at uh, five and six, that would be fantastic.
1: Okay, well, Paul is addressing the fact that heretics, non-Christians, people trying to divide the church, uh, they're infiltrating. And this is what uh, Apostle Paul says. He says, deliver such a one to Satan for the destruction of the flesh, that his spirit may be saved in the day of our Lord Jesus. Your glorying is not good. Do you not know that a little leaven leavens the whole lump?
0: Yeah, Nathan, of course, this was someone that was uh, involved in sexual immorality in the church, right? And at the same time calling themselves Christians. And the Bible is clear there is certain aspect, I mean there are certain instances where we're not to fellowship with certain people. Right, and that that's a different subject that's church discipline
1: and clearly the Lord wants to bring a fallen or backsliding Christian back into the relationship with Jesus Christ. We show Mercy and love to them, but we also point out the fact that where they're erring so they can repent and grow in the Lord If they continue to reject that and live in sin here Paul's saying well Hand them over to Satan don't have anything to do with them Let them let Satan just so mess them up that they finally cry out to the Lord and he comes and rescues them and restores them back in the fellowship with the church, but and this is what what Paul is pointing out here is that you can't leave someone in sin in the church because Here he uses an example of of making bread. A little leaven, a little yeast, will affect the holy lump. So if you have bad yeast, you get bad bread. And so you can't leave sin in the church without it eventually affecting the whole church and brother. Oh my goodness, you know, let's look at, say, the split with the Methodists right now. What is it? They let a little bad leaven into the lump, and now their churches, so many of them, are totally apostate, especially when it comes to... The biblical teaching of, of marriage and the sex within marriage, and uh, so what the Lord say, cut them off, let them go to Satan, and uh, those that aren't Christians will obviously fall away. But those that are, and hopefully that being outside of the church will drive them back into the Lord's arms and into repentance.
0: Mm-hmm. E- excellent point, Nathan. Again, for those of you that just tuned in, we see a number of you tuned in via social media as well. Your You to The Truth Will Set Your Free Bible Prophecy TV radio edition with Big Batista and Nathan Jones of Lamb Lion Ministries. And we're talking about Walking United in the Last Days. Feel free to post your questions or your comments are there regarding our topic. And of course, Nathan, again, uh, you mentioned it earlier. It's so nice. Uh, it's God's grace uh, walking together in love, sprinkled with grace, and and that's one of the things that we try to uh, do every week as we talk about the subject matter of Bible prophecy. Even though people have different views, uh, we're not to uh, try to, uh, in a sense, uh, chop each other up. Uh, you know, we can we, we uh, sometimes, Nathan, you you, can, you 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 we can agree to disagree agreeably, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, that's really well said. Uh, I'd like to hear you say that in Spanish.
0: <laughs> right. Well, maybe some other time. I'll have to think it through. I actually heard uh, someone else mention something like that. And I thought, you know what? That, that is so true because the idea is, hey, we don't have to 100% agree with everything, even in relationships, even in our marriages, even with our kids. But let's let's not beat each other up. Let's agree to disagree on certain topics agreeably and, and let the Lord show us then uh, his better way, like you said, Nathan. Because none of us really have all the answers all the time. Sometimes we think we do, but we might be a little bit off. Right. Agree to disagree agreeably.
1: Man, that's going to be one of my new catchphrases.
0: <laughs> hey, feel free to to uh, borrow it as I borrowed it from somebody else. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that that's true. It's it's our human nature to want to go on the offensive, to destroy our opponent, and stand call above them righteous in our own knowledge and is that really what the lord's called us to do no no as christians we're to exhort and we're to correct but we do it out of a spirit of love not a spirit of anger or pride mm. and brother that is so hard you know we're we're fallen people and uh, we're going to fall to that sin nature so we really got to work in our own process of sanctification to let the new nature take over let the holy spirit take over and give us the right direction, and that's an act of discernment, and that's an act of spiritual maturity, and it Mm. becomes more Christ-like. So in reality, by you treating other Christians with respect, even when you disagree with them, you're working towards your own spiritual growth.
0: Nathan, you made a good point. It's a sign of maturity, and I think that that is exactly what needs to happen in all of our lives uh, so that we can continue to grow uh, in the knowledge uh, and the things of the Lord. So that is fantastic. And, of course, Nathan, again, you and I agree that this can only happen through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. If someone doesn't know the Lord, it's going to be very difficult for them, right, Nathan, to uh, walk in unity and in that agape love. Absolutely, absolutely, Nathan. I, I know we only have a, a minute or two left of the program, but we always like to encourage our listeners and those that are tuned in that if they don't have a relationship with the Lord, that is imperative to them to come to the Lord now. And would you be able to maybe share with that person that maybe doesn't have a relationship with the Lord? Maybe they've been trying to do it on their own. They trying to do relationships on their own. They, they, there's disunity maybe somewhere in their lives. And they just can't seem to get a grip on that. And what we, we believe, it, they need a relationship with Jesus. Would you be able to tell them how they can start that relationship even right now? Absolutely.
1: Well, let, let's uh, look at 1 John two fifteen through 17. I think that addresses that well. And the verse reads, do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away and the lust of it. But he who does of the will of God abides forever. If you're living for your own lusts, then you're not living in the Father. You're not saved. You don't know Jesus as your Savior. What did we read earlier back in First uh, John 3.11? That we should love one another. But that, as J- Jesus said in John 15, that that we love the Lord by obeying his commands. And what's his commands? That we believe in him. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and our Savior. And when we put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, then he will forgive us of our sins. He will cleanse us and give us a new life. He will give us our his Holy Spirit so that we can walk in that new nature and we inherit eternal life with Jesus to be in heaven forever. So if you haven't made that decision yet, now's the time. If you feel the Holy Spirit tugging at your heart, pray from your heart then something like, Dear Jesus, please forgive me of my sins and be my Lord and Savior. And Jesus will do just that. Your sins will be forgiven and you'll have new life, eternal life in Jesus Christ.
0: Mm, Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, Nathan Jones. Hey, maybe you have just trusted in Christ. We would love to hear from you. Give us a call, 305-992-9537. We would love to celebrate with you as the Bible says that there is a celebration in heaven for any individual repents. And hey, we would love to get a Bible in your hand and encourage you also to find a wonderful church to plug into so you may continue to grow in a relationship with the Lord. So we're very excited for those of you that maybe committed your life to Christ. And Nathan, that's what it's all about, right? That's what really allows you and I to continue to walk united all these years is a wonderful relationship with Jesus. That and you're a very graceful person. (laughs) <laughs> oh, well, thank the Lord, Nathan. We, well, I guess, you know, uh, when, when we see all our mistakes in our past, we cannot help but to try to be graceful to others, right, Nathan? Because that's really what it's all about. God's grace in our, in, our, in, in our hearts, you know?
1: Well, the fact that God showed his grace to us when we were sinners and at war with him to send his own son to die for our penalty, that's, yes. and that's grace. And if God can show us that grace, then we can show other people grace as well.
0: Mm, Amen. Praise the Lord. That's fantastic. And again, for those of you this week, take the opportunity to go out and love someone. Uh, Be very careful uh, with the enemy's tactics in trying to divide us. Again, maybe you have different views with someone. Let's set that aside. And let's win people through the love of Jesus Christ. So, again, uh, we ran out of time for this segment of the program, but we thank you for being part of our program uh, today. Nathan Jones, it's always awesome to have you on the program. Thank you so much for sharing all those nuggets of wisdom. Hey, being on the truth will set you free is one of the highlights of my week. Thank you, brother. Uh, great to have you on. And, of course, the rest of you, we ran out of time for this segment uh, of our program, but we thank you all for uh, being part of a program. Again, remember, uh, you can always get a hold of us here, 305-992-9537. If you are in need of prayer or if there's any anything that we can also uh, encourage you in, please uh, reach out to us. Again, Vic Batista, and Nathan Jones saying goodbye. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. Have a wonderful, wonderful week.